Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Hello, hello, and welcome to Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. Happy Tuesday to you. I was attacked by a button this morning. How's your day going? (laughs) Of course, I was being a little bit indecisive about my outfit and went to take the sweater off I just put on because it was missing a button when one of the remaining ones, and we're talking big, noticeable, decorative buttons, clanged into my tooth. I had just enough time to scrunch up my face as the button then grabbed onto my nostril. And as I pulled it up over my head in one foul swoop, ricocheted into my eye. Needless to say, that's a big see you later for that sweater. Was that, you say, operator error? No, that sweater can fool someone else into thinking they can get dressed quickly in the morning. Not me. See ya. My friend Kate Arnold is here, and I actually got to see her mid-weekend, Saturday night, for what, three seconds? Yeah, about three seconds. <laughs> Kate, you were in the parade. What'd you think of it? Yeah, so it was my first time ever going to the parade. Um, I guess, like, the, the word that comes to mind would be, like, it was spectacular. Like, it was out of this world. I could not believe the amount of people that were there. The The vibe was just so, like, spirited. It was amazing. Yeah, it's kind of like the kickoff to Christmas. You got the Festival of Trees two weeks ago, and then if you didn't get to go to it, you know, the parade is just such a great move into December and get going towards that big day on the 25th. Now, mm-hmm. tell me your first time in the parade, but you also got to kind of help decorate the float, too. Yeah, so we created um, the float for Coldwell Banker United this year, which was a lot of fun, a lot of hard work, a lot of hours, um, but I think we pulled it off and I think it turned out really great. Yeah, it was beautiful. A lovely Thank gingerbread you. house. And it was so fun to see all your fancy faces that we often see on front lines and on billboards uh, just out waving and, and taking part in the community. So yeah, cool. It was amazing. My friend Kate Arnold is here. And Kate, I've learned a new term. Okay, tell me what it is. Brutalism. Brutalism. Like brutalism. Okay. Any guesses? Um, as to what I think it is, um, I think maybe it's like something that's really mean or like something that's really like awful. Like maybe like an ogre, like they were brutal. Yeah. They, they've specialized in brutalism. That would like if I was to hear it in a sentence, that's the sentence I would think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, not quite. Let's uh... level up your lexicon. So brutalism has a terrible name for being a popular design trend in the 50s and 60s. No way. And apparently it's about like building architecture with like very harsh lines and very edgy. Okay. But they're saying it's a design trend coming in 2024. So I'm glad that I know this word now because I knew I knew about this design and architecture, but I didn't know what it was called. Yes. Okay. So now you can be like, wow, this house has some brutalism features. Wouldn't <laughs> you just love to have it? <laughs> they're also saying um, it's not just a design trend for the architecture. Now um, designers are including it in their decor. So okay. they're suggesting you pair it with softer things and then you just have like a really ugly, stark lined piece of concrete in the middle of the room and you're like, aha. Ah, look at my brutalism feature. 
I love it. <laughs> so, Kate, you posted a picture yesterday of, what is that, a desk plant? Yeah, it's a plant in my office. So okay. it's a snake plant. Okay, so like um, one of those ones that kind of has really tall leaves and it looks like it's just kind of trying to get to the ceiling, right? That's right, yeah. Yeah, they're kind of hard to kill. Perfect plant for Kate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so not a green thumb over there? Not too much. <laughs> um, this one, though, seems to be growing some extra sprouts. Yeah, so like I walked in yesterday and there's like this little like sprig that's coming out that doesn't look like anything to do with a snake plant and I don't know what it is. It kind of looks like celery, if it I'm being honest. It really looks like celery, which now makes me think someone has watered it with like something that was maybe like a Tupperware container that had some kind of vegetable in it and it's seeded. Maybe like celery seed. Like maybe they had that as, you know, because that's sometimes like a thing you would put in your coleslaw or something yeah, or in true. a Caesar celery uh, seed. I, the reason I don't know <laughs> if it's celery or not, though, is like there's these little like crystal balls of sap on it. So I'm like, oh. that doesn't seem like a celery thing. I don't know what it is, but I'll keep you posted. Okay. I, I have an idea. Okay. So um, Google, when you take a picture yeah. now, you can click on the leaf and it'll tell you what kind of plant it is. Ooh. If you could isolate the snake leaves away from it, yeah. maybe. Okay. Stay tuned. Okay. <laughs> a kangaroo escaped from an Ontario zoo and it spent the weekend on the lamb. Like, literally hiding from police officers. People were trying to catch this thing, and it was just out living its best life. <laughs> and then police finally found it, and they had eyes on it, they said, for four hours while they tried to figure out what to do. And when they contacted the kangaroo's handlers to say, like, what should we do? They said, oh, just grab it by the tail. You'll be fine. And the <sighs> kangaroo punched the police officer in the face. <laughs> if I had a tail and someone grabbed me by it, I'd probably punch them in the face, too. <laughs> <laughs> I had a tail. <laughs> I think that's valid, but I also was thinking about, like, what else could escape from the zoo that you would be willing to go up to it and be like, it's okay, I'm going to take you back to your cage. Like, mm, nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, almost nothing for me. How about you? Well, that's what I think is that, like, most of the things at the zoo are, are uh, exotic animals that cannot live um in people's homes, so they're yeah. not tame animals. No. Like, and I'm just thinking, you know, the Calgary Zoo just got a bunch of polar bears. Like, that'd be pretty not going to grab you by your tail. No. And then, <laughs> and then the other things are snakes and spiders, which would never be found again. So I guess if something's going to escape, I'm glad it was a kangaroo. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know. I don't know stuff because kangaroos are pretty intimidating in my opinion. I've never seen one in real life. Have you? Yes. I've been to like petting zoos with kangaroos in Australia, okay. but they, I think they were all like small. Okay. They were like maybe wallabies. They were kangaroos, but they were wallabies. Right, right. <laughs> but definitely I've seen some videos of some angry kangaroos. So angry. And so uh, violent. Like they, I saw one trying to drown a dog a couple weeks yes, ago. Yes, I saw that too. I, and like they seem very large. Like I, maybe that's just perception or appearance. I don't know, but. It depends on what it is. But yes, definitely some of them are this, the, you know, the size of humans standing, but then they have the power of living in the wild and being um, uncivilized. So you can't just talk it out with somebody and be like, whoa, man, count to 10, calm yeah. down. It's like, nah, I'm punching you in the face and then I'm going <laughs> to punch you again. <laughs> Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba. 
new way to enjoy a concert. Kiss is teasing that their upcoming tour will only use digital avatars. Hmm, this is interesting. Yeah, so I think it'll kind of be like holograms dancing around on the stage. And maybe Kiss won't even have to be there. Oh, so you're going to see like a big movie, essentially. Essentially, but perhaps they'll look like they have bodies. Like it'll be kind of like a screen, but maybe a little bit more 3D looking. Okay. And then I guess they'll just play... Like, isn't the point of the concert going to see the actual people and then play their music live? Yeah, I mean, that's why I always go to concerts. How about you? Yeah, same. Mm -hmm. And the atmosphere and stuff. I guess you would maybe still get the atmosphere, but are they going to play? Is it going? Here's my question. Are they going to record it, say, in a stadium and then just take that those avatars on tour across the country and be like, this is what happened in L.A. We recorded this show once and now we don't have to do it again because... Our robots are going to do it for mm. us. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how I feel about this, but I'd be willing to try like one concert with. Okay. Like, try once and see. I wonder if this is going to be the new norm. Oh, yeah. It could Mainly be. because people are getting a little bit more easy at canceling concerts. You know, we hear all the time yeah. Morgan Whalen canceled a concert. Yeah. Um, and then Pink was canceling concerts. And it's just because they're ill. And that's yeah, totally happens. fine. Yeah. We're human. Mm-hmm. Um, but this way, they'd never have to cancel a concert. And they could actually kind of, you know, take a break or make a new album or do whatever they want instead of having to be on tour for, say, two years like Taylor Swift. Yeah. So there's definitely some benefits to it for the artist. And then like like you say, like if you were going to miss a concert due to illness, then maybe I'd be really happy with that because you would have already planned your your time and your weekend and your trip to get there and your hotel and whatever else, right, as yeah. a viewer. But I wonder if then the variables would just be so similar that there'd be no point to seeing it. For instance, you know, um, you can watch tons of Taylor Swift right. clips on TikTok of her at her concert, but, you know, oh, her heel broke in this concert or she had to blow her nose in this one and it's like a... <laughs> <laughs> thing you see but if it's avatars then she'll just be the exact same every time so it'll be like what's the point of right going yeah i get what you're saying hmm, i don't know mm. about this one me either we've been talking about entering contests oh i love a good contest mm-hmm. so since um you've put the bug in my ear i have entered i think five contests yes girl mm-hmm. okay and have you won anything not yet, yet but i feel like i will because the draws are like at, like at the end of the month okay i'm gonna cross my fingers for you <laughs> i am such a contest fiend i can't help it like if they're gonna ask me to enter and if it's free to enter why wouldn't i why right? not you're getting paid to do something basically if you win Yes. And I've found that my Instagram stories, usually I like skip through the ads, but now I've discovered that they're all, you could win something. So now I'm skipping through people's stories to get to the ads so that I can enter. You're a sucker for the ads now. Yes. (laughs) But I think my Instagram might have run out of contests. Oh. Because now it's showing me French contests. Oh, you know what that is? They're just making you level up. Like, it's just a harder (laughs) challenge for you to win. They're like, this is free to entry, but you have to be bilingual. (laughs) Joke's on them, because I'm not bilingual, but it's so easy when it says nom complet. I was like, complete name? Sure, no problem. Okay, (laughs) all right. (laughs) I can do it. (laughs) Trivia Tuesday. Okay, it's in time for Impossible Christmas Trivia. This game was last updated in 1996. Kate, you ready? I am ready. Are you? I'm, I think I'm ready. Okay, let's do this. Okay. You want to go first then? <laughs> um, sure. Okay. So I have a good one for you. I feel like you can get this stuff. Okay. In the movie, The Santa Claus, what kept reappearing on Tim Allen's face even after he removed it? Ooh, his beard. You got it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think you'll also be able to get this one. 
What was the first gift my true love sent on the third day of Christmas? Oh, dear. <laughs> um, oh, I'm stumped. Three French hens. Oh, three French hens. I was thinking five golden rings. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the wrong number. Five. I'm sorry. I have to press this button. <laughs> The disappointment. (laughs) Okay, next. Okay, what is the name of the most famous Christmas ballet? The Nutcracker. You got it. You were really nice to me today with this impossible Christmas (laughs) trivia. I know, nicer than you. I I (laughs) feel kind of bad. Okay, are you ready? No. (laughs) (laughs) You shouldn't be. This is hard. What do Dutch children have filled with candy and toys? Their shoes? What kind of shoes? Clogs? Yes! Ah! There you go. Good job. Thank we you. can do this. <laughs> Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.